Good evening everyone. Welcome back to the Anime Setup, the weekly podcast where we discuss about happiness, motivation, success stories and the human emotions with a medical angle to it. Uh today it's my honor to introduce to us a special guest on our show which is Dr. Amina and she is an intern at our at our SIMS hospital and she is a very diligent student and has consistently performed throughout medical school. so she will be sharing her experiences about her recent uh, in, uh, experiences on the covid pandemic as an intern and also she will be sharing with us on certain time management and productivity tips so welcome dr amina thank you so much thank you so much anime uh, for having me in the show yeah okay so, so we'll start with the first question is what defines you as a doctor I means what is doctor and who is doctor amina okay mm, as a doctor yeah okay as a doctor i would say i am a very passionate person towards my patients i can actually feel how patients feel i don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing but i help me uh, treat patients very well and i'm a very positive person in the sense i can give patients a sense of hope while talking to them or while speaking to them and i try to spread that to people and then i'm also a very spiritual person i think that helps me treat my patients very better because uh, i believe that no matter what any human being or any medicine can do there is a power above that uh, helps patients for me it's jesus uh, and i constantly hold on to that so that gives me a lot of confidence when i uh, interact with patients or when i see them i feel every uh, doctor needs to have that confidence only then will be able to guide a patient in the proper way so i guess that summarizes me as a doctor maybe in the long run i'll know who i am truly no, that that's absolutely great like uh, you know being being a humble personality that's very important right in the profession so, so uh, like you are posted in the covid ward like as a fresh intern so how were your experiences during the covid during your postings in the covid ward how was it like actually it was very different to be honest it we were actually kind of clueless in the first two three days uh but uh seniors our teachers did help us a lot moreover it was we were we were always trained to, uh, to in the in the in our postings to see one patient one after another at a time managing 20 24 patients all critically ill all needing to be administered medicines at the same time all uh, very critically ill it was very difficult and physically also it was kind of little tiring uh, standing in the pc for a very long time but overall i would say it was it, it was like a research point for me it is true for four years we had been studying but practically when we do it it was like an electric shock that brought that things in the perspective so this is what we have been training for moreover in this pandemic situation see things are not very happy happy these days there is death there is disappointment there is violence against doctors so that was also, it was a mixture of emotions that I, we had to process together as our batchmates especially uh, so many seeing uh, uh repeated that irrespective of uh, whatever you do whatever the college does you see patients die and seeing that so many in in a week 
it is it was more than traumatizing in, in the end we kind of became numb to it but it, overall it was a very different experience something we never thought we would get so early in our medical career so yeah it must be challenging times actually make a challenging person right and that's absolutely very important yeah so uh, so how so how is it that you maintain your sanity during these times like you know seeing so many deaths and surrounded by negativity how were you able to keep you know positive and you know show that to your patient like what affirmations do you did you used to give to yourself whenever you went to the wards see uh, death is a very tough thing to process or undergo as a person there is no way to escape those feelings but rather than bottling it up within you it is always good to talk it out to people so i have two mentors in life with whom i regularly talk so i used that as an outlet i used to share things with them in the end they used to pray with me we used to pray together for the uh, deceased family members and for their peace so that was kind of a letting uh, pressure out point for me another thing what i figured out during uh those weeks of uh, covid posting was rather than focusing on the death the coping mechanism for a doctor or for a dog or for a person who cannot back down from this that situation is to focus on the patient on whom you have left or on whom you can keep focus because for example a patient comes away the more you mourn over that patient you would that would uh, hamper or cloud your uh, your knowledge or your ability to treat another patient yes it is true we do sympathize for the family we do uh, take time to honor them but i feel when we focus our energy on the on the patients who are yet to be treated that actually kind of uh, i would say deviates but that kind of helps us move forward in life moreover all as me and my friends together we keep talking we keep saying this is what we have been trained for this is what we are called to do. we try to bring positivity inside we try to keep our morale high so that we are able to treat the patients further than uh, letting the past or whatever that has happened cloud our ability to perform our skills well that's absolutely like uh, i should say like you know that's why doctors are called god they they have to keep their patients right that absolutely like great insight shared uh, so uh, so now uh, i would like to ask to you that uh, you you have become a doctor now so what was your journey as a student throughout your medicine school like all these four years how how has it been trust me it's completely different from school i was kind of a good student in school like said well in all my subjects or good marks i got the shock of my life when i changed in my first semester and in my second semester it was it was very very i it was it was something that i could accept that i have changed so thankfully i had good family members who were very supportive parents were very supportive and they helped me through it then i started to figure out that there is a huge shift in the methodology of how we used to study in school and how we study here two things what any any student should realize is there hmm, like for me personally i was never used to group discussion when i was in my school time so always personal study but in medical school group study is the best to understand concepts and to memorize that i figured out very late i i i think by the end of second year i figured out and after that there was a drastic change in my uh, learning pattern and ability number two is never think you know it 
I study, for example, I study season second year, third year, fourth year, and even now with internship. Every time I study, there is something new to be learned. So once a doctor figures out, once a person who is trying to become a doctor or a doctor, they will insist that every time they study, they are going to learn something new. You will be one of the best doctors because you will always learn something new. So that was a complete shift. Uh, of pattern from what we learned in school. In school, you finish one topic, that's it, you're done for life. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is something different. It took time to navigate, to figure out how things are, what what is what. But it was different, and by the time I figured out, I got into a class and my first year is over, and now I have to figure out a new way how to prepare for people. Okay, now yeah, it's always challenging. Like you know, life always throws challenges at us every step of it, and you know, yeah, we just want to adapt ourselves, right? That's the thing. Good, that's absolutely great. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so, uh, what message, like you know, uh, to the to all those non-medicals and all those common people who are hearing hearing to the podcast, what message do you want to convey to them? You know, about uh, you know maintaining their sanity and about uh, about in general about covid and, and things in this lockdown in this phase of lockdown like in this pandemic times are tough it is true these two years were something that no one expected and it brought out so many changes in life that no one was prepared for but it is definitely be over see we have the black test pandemic the spanish flu pandemic the hong kong flu pandemic The first two pandemics that I mentioned had death rates. I think, if I'm not wrong, double or triple the rates of the death rates we had for COVID. But the world did pass, and the world did overcome. So we will also overcome. But during that course of time, we need uh, cooperation and team efforts of the entire world together. That is very important. For example, following hand hygiene, using masks. Avoiding crowd places is very much. It sounds useless considering the fact that there is a reduction in COVID infections as of now. But if our carelessness continues, we will find ourselves soon in the next or third wave. So I would suggest, even there are small small issues. There is a well-known thing that a drop of water makes a mighty ocean. So every individual effort should definitely accumulate together, and we can easily. I would say easily. It is a tough process. I feel like a process. But we will definitely overcome if we all work together. Okay. Yeah. That's so. That's absolutely right. Yeah. Cooperation and I think vaccines also are very important component, right? So, uh, would Me you? Too, yeah. Yeah. So, would you just like to you know some remove some of the myths related to vaccine? Like there was a thing which said that you know if you have fears, you cannot take vaccine. So that there are so many myths for that. So what do you have to say about those myths? Like. The major myth around this is that uh, vaccine lagane se like there will be some deformities, there will be death, or this this is a vaccine that is still in trial. See, it is true, it is in trial, and uh, taking of vaccine, we have we we have learned in community medicine there is a chapter which talks about the adverse effects of vaccine. So, irrespective of any vaccine, irrespective of how many years it has been in the market. Definitely, there will be side effects. Definitely, there are one or two deaths. Definitely, there are adverse effects. So that is the same with COVID vaccine also. So, but uh, I, I wouldn't blame anyone for this. But people have got the notion that this vaccine, because it is in trial, is very dangerous. Every vaccine has crossed this trial period before it was, before it is, or it was. Uh, 
tools to be used as in, in our schedules that are used in our national university schedules. So this is also one kind of that to action. So no, we exactly, can boldly, yeah. like you have to trust the doctors. We can boldly go ahead with it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So exactly. It means you have to trust the doctors on this, and like if they are, if they have evidence backed medicine tools, so we have to trust them. Right. True. True. Yeah. Okay. So to uh, so uh, I would like to ask another thing, like to all those medicos who are listening to this podcast, now they are, they are absolutely worried about you know time management and all that stuff, like how to manage so many things. So like you have been a, a, a diligent student throughout the four years of medical school. So would you like to give <laughs> some insights on how you know how did you like manage time? Like besides doing all those things which you obviously do, you know, doing all those good stuff, and with that, how did you manage studies? Like, what things did you employ as a student to manage your time? First, first we use the word intelligence. There are no intelligence in medicine. Okay, we are all the same. Uh, yeah. The second thing is the time management. Uh, figure out um, when do you when do you when do, when does your brain work best? For some people, night they are night owls. For some people, they are very early birds. So don't don't uh, go as your friends go. Fix, figure out and fix when are you fresh most and utilize that time. So that it took some time for me to figure that out. Uh, so once that was figured out, I knew if it's midnight, I, I usually prefer studying through the night. So I knew if I'm studying through the night, I'm, I'm supposed to. This is my time and I'm supposed to sit. My friends can might be a morning uh, person or some might. Be. So that is very important. Fix. Which time you study better? That is very important. Number two, it is true you need to enjoy life. You need to have uh, fun during your um, study. Have that, but every day have a certain amount of time where you will definitely open the book. Mm-hmm. That is very important. So consistency is very important. And another thing in time management, people are very. There are so many people, so many people can give you advice. Follow that. That's very good. But the important component that people miss is giving breaks. We are not vocal. We cannot study 24/7, and even if you study 24/7, no guarantee you're going to get good marks. Until your mind is not refreshed, you are not going anywhere. So, study, take breaks. Study for one hour, take five minutes break. Study for two hours, take half an hour break. That is very important. You are a human being, and you deserve to take a break. I said so. When I figured out which time I'm better, I use this break principle a lot. There are times that. Every day I would take break, but in one week also every Saturday, like Saturday for 24 hours, I would close my book. Irrespective of any exam I had, I would not study for those 24 hours, and that gave me a lot of psychological relief for a lot. And that made me fresh for the next week also. So that is one important component that I would suggest to the younger students to study and focus on. Okay, amazing, amazing insights from you. Uh, so lastly, I just want to wrap up by saying, like, how are you feeling uh, to come on this podcast, Anima Chetak? What are your, what are you feelings about this? I'm feeling pretty good. So it's a very new thing for me to do, and you're doing a good job. I think uh, for especially your juniors or anyone who is new to the medical field. Listening, listening from big, big doctors is obviously they have achieved something in life. But maybe listening from us would give them a hope that whatever they're passing, whatever they're undergoing, whatever they're feeling is normal. And there are people who are who are who are there to help them. So I think they're doing a good job. So okay. yeah, I do feel good. <laughs> thank you, thank you so much. So so that was Dr. Amina, and that's it for this week. Uh, we'll come back with more. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, thank you for listening to the podcast.